Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Well, as you hear this, we're on our way to Monterey. Had some difficulties with the car, but uh, we'll <laughs> sort that out this episode. First, I'll tell you about J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. Pros have trusted it for over 50 years. But uh, why hire a pro when you can work like a pro with J.B. Weld? We're proud. Uh, they're a proud sponsor of uh, this program. I know the guys personally. I know the owner personally. Good people. Hung out uh, with him at SEMA. I just used J.B. Weld to fix uh, Sonny's... What did I fix on Sonny? I fixed Sonny's tennis shoe. That was like a year ago. But then I fixed (laughs) some stonework in front of my house. I fixed Natalia's weird roller thing. We use J.B. Weld all the time. By the way, they acquired Herculiner, the original DIY truck bed liner. Am I right, Matt? Yeah, you know, J.B. Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, Napa, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, J.B. Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. It's J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. Get it on. Got to get on. I chose to get on, man, and get on. This is uh, CarCast, Amanda Coral. That's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, over there. Hello. And we are driving to Pebble Beach. We're going to the track right now. So uh, set the scene, man. Well, we're in the uh, we're in the Lincoln Aviator. I got the uh, massaging seats going right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. And I don't know if you guys get them in the back, but in the front we got massaging seats and the seat coolers. It's good. We got a little bit of traffic getting out of town, but uh, I think uh, I think the phone says we'll get there at a reasonable time. We're gonna go straight to the track, get our credentials, check in the car, and uh, kind of take it from there. So a lot of drama with the car <laughs> over the last, I don't know, yeah. 48 hours. So when we got the car, so it's Newman's Porsche that he ran, uh, 74911S, that's kind of done up like an RSR. It's got the RSR rear fenders, but not the front fenders. So it's got a real big caboose on it, It's uh, but it's cool looking. Yeah, so just for the... Uh, Porsche aficionados. It's it's naturally aspirated. It has a downdraft carbs. Oh God, I can't think of the name. CP. Uh, PMO. PMO. Sorry, PMO. PMO carbs. And it's a three liter. It's probably around three sixty horsepower. Well, that's what they say, but yeah. that, that feels. Who knows what it's making? That but that's kind of healthy. Yeah. So I actually read the spec script on it. It it, it is. Uh, spec script it's a Hollywood thing or the spec sheet on it it's a 12 and a half to one or I think 12 to one compression okay uh, it's got 50 millimeter PMO carbs which is like sort of a knockoff of the uh, Weber triple triple choke downdraft but those are big carbs for that displacement engine uh, Carrillo rods, you know, all, all the usual stuff. Yeah. And so it's a race spec engine. It's got a four-speed in it with a turbo transmission that's turned upside down. I never know how that works with the upside-down transmission thing. But first gear is forward, so thank Christ for that, everybody. <laughs> and Wait, when you say turbo transmission, you mean Porsche turbo. Yeah, like, like a 935 yeah. turbo. Right. Um, 
So it makes like decent horsepower. I, I think it pulls pretty good. We'll get to that part in a, in a few minutes. Um, so when we got the car, the car started, drove, shifted, worked worked fine. So as per usual, we didn't shake it out. We just kind of thought we'd fire it up and take it to the track. And <laughs> you know, I was talking to some of the guys like Hotchkiss and other guys who run those cars and know suspension setups. And we're kind of talking about how you set up the suspension on a car like that, you know, stiffer rear uh, sway bar, a little softer in the front, a little less um, PSI in the tires in the front, maybe 19 PSI in the front, maybe 22 in the back. The back has a wide tire. It's a 13 and a half inch slick, I think on a 25 by 16, if memory serves. Uh, Yeah. And the front is... 11 by 16 by uh, 23 and a half or something. It's actually pretty comparable to the uh, 935 Porsche. It, it is, but the rear flares and on this car compared to the front, I you know what's interesting is like if you like the Camel GT pace car that we've mm-hmm. shown pictures of and and brought out to a couple events, you're going to kind of dig this car. It's it's not over the top body like the 935, right? It's not you know massive wings and huge huge splitter in the front. Like it's more subtle in the front, but it's got a lot of hip in the back. Yeah, people are questioning it, curious <laughs> about it, but it's a big rim in the back. It's a it's huge. 13 or 14 inch rim in the back, maybe 11. In the front, either way, the, the tire is about the same as the 935, so half inch off in the back. I think that's that's about it. So, you know, we had the car. The exhaust was cattywampus, and I wanted to make it a little more traditional, split it, kind of look like... Uh, it was a center exhaust, and you wanted it to be... It was the, a dual center, looked like a GT2 Porsche and yeah. probably a GT3, like a little more modern day Porsche. I want it split to look more like a vintage Porsche. So we worked hard on that. Sean did a great job sectioning, sectioning off the exhaust and welding it, modifying the brackets and and the rear valance. He, yeah, the valance. Fiberglass right. did paint it. Like it actually looks really good put a little curvature in there like he matched the lines it's good yeah Sharp. you can't can't tell it was there drilled the uh drilled it out with the hole saw that's how you man you know that's how you get the yeah. curvature right so you know everything was good I had a few other things like it had a huge antenna on the top i said let's get rid of that you know i focus on the cosmetic but i don't i don't get into the actual nuts <laughs> and the bolts of the thing that often which is why i look good this morning it didn't run right so should have <laughs> Uh, so as of yesterday, Sean was going to fire it up and take it out. And, uh, I called Sean in the morning and I said, uh, Hey, I got, uh, a text from, uh, Hotchkiss suspension guy about uh, corner weights. So uh, let me, let me coach you off on these corner weights. And Sean just said, we got bigger problems than that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we do? He's like, oh, yeah. So we're now passing, we're on the grapevine, we're passing 26 cop cars of 
yeah, and stopped the, in the, the middle of the, the street. And a helicopter above us. And a helicopter above us. I'm not... Looks like maybe an accident, but I, I can't know. figure out what's going on. A lot of people standing around talking. <clears throat> so, said we got bigger problems than that. And I said, uh, what's going on? And he said, well, the car starts and it kind of idles and then it's kind of dead between idle and 5,000 RPM and then it you know comes back on and it, it all seemed kind of bad and so I said uh, what do you think the problem is and he said the clutch said yeah it kind of felt like clutch felt like the clutch and so I started thinking oh boy how hard is it to drop the tranny and by the way do you even drop the tranny you just I think you pull the engine I think you just drop that whole rear cradle probably comes out as a whole structure. Can you change the clutch on that car without pulling the engine? That I have really, I have no idea. Because my limited knowledge of Porsche VW is you want to change the clutch, you pull the engine. Yeah. But either way, I was like, oh boy. And then what are the parts? And Right. Could you even get is. the parts at this point? Right. So we're day off leaving. So... <laughs> We're leaving today as, as uh, we drive drive out there, which is uh, on a Wednesday. And uh, so just, just for a timeline, you bring the car in on a Wednesday. The track stays open until 6 p.m. And we're looking at the freeway. We're on the grapevine, by the way, and the left side heading into Los Angeles is stopped in bumper to bumper for 10 miles. That's it. The cops got the, the whole freeway stopped. The freeway's completely There's something going on stopped. on like the hill over there. Like they are looking up at the hill and yes, I, it feels like bomb threat kind of thing or something cuz it doesn't yeah. appear to be And I don't an see accident. smoke. No, the freeway's cleared by the way. There's just it's just they stopped it. Huh. So, thank God we're going this way. Yeah. So, uh, the timeline is car teched in and driver teched in on Wednesday. Track closes at 6 p.m. Thursday morning, practice session. And Friday morning, race, uh, qualifying race. And then Saturday, two races, morning, afternoon. So, that's the schedule. Uh, So... Going back to Tuesday, uh, the car's not working, it's not idling, it's not running, it's, it's, there's issues, it's not coming onto the pipe, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the suspension, the brakes, the transmission, the, the uh, camber, and that kind of stuff, we have basically dialed in to specs that uh, different people have told us, but that, that seems copacetic. But it's really about the engine and about the fuel, and uh, there's issues there. So, uh, Sean surmises it's not the transmission, and it's not the clutch, uh, but something's going on with the engine. And uh, then he later figures out that the, the carbs are gummy, and they're old, and they're tired, and they're not in good shape. So, I tell him, let's just pull the carbs off. And he's like, the carbs need to be rebuilt. 
and I'm like, well, we don't have time to rebuild the carbs, but we could pull them off, clean them up as best we can, shoot some carb cleaner in them, get them working as best we can, and put them back on the car, and we'll just take the car. Right. So he pulls the carbs off, and he says, an accelerator spring is broken on the accelerator. I don't even know what accelerator what that part is, but point is, he says, the carbs are in pretty bad shape. Right. They're a little the rougher than he thought. Something was broken. And at this point, he's thinking the deeper he goes into those carbs, the worse it's going to be. So And that's we, as of Tuesday. Yeah. <clears throat> and now, we have to leave Wednesday morning, otherwise this is it's like not going to work. Tuesday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it's two not o'clock Tuesday. In the it's two, it's, it's not 8 a.m. on Tuesday. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's Tuesday after lunch. <laughs> and those carbs are not going to work. Or they're not going to work very well. So, I say, let me see if I can find a set of those carbs somewhere. At this point, I'll just spend four grand and buy a brand new set of those carbs and we'll bolt them on. So he tells me they're 46 millimeter, and uh, I I go on a quest to find those carbs. The, there's yeah. a, the was it guy, 46 earlier? You said 50. I know because <laughs> okay. John tells me 46. Okay. And then uh, we go on a quest to find them, and the guy who makes those carbs are I don't know the founder or the inventor. He lives in Santa Monica. Yeah. And I've spoken to him before because somebody put a set of those on my Lamborghini Miura. Triple choke downdraft, right? Yeah. So you don't need... The guy I bought my 69 Miura S from, I don't know if I even told you about this, but he drove it back and forth to Vegas. Yeah, I remember that. And so he wanted a good set of like modern, reliable carbs, and he had like extra cooling car too, mm-hmm. like extra radiator, extra fans, or whatever, and Porsche 911 mirrors from the 90s <laughs> on it, like, it's like, I drive this car, like, yeah. what a, could you imagine driving a Mira to Vegas? <laughs> Regularly. Well, Just, here's a question, will it ever be done again? I, I don't know. I mean, outside of some like road track challenge, right? Or yeah, like, yeah. Someone like just a, a top earnestly thing. just go, I'm going to Vegas. Right. I'm getting in the mirror. I don't know. I just drove out. There was 118 degrees. No one will ever drive <laughs> a mirror to Vegas ever again. Yeah. So, anyway, I kind of got onto those carbs because I knew, you know, anyway, I called the guy. I, I, I was rebuilding them or fixing them on the mirror. Ended up running down this guy and speaking to him. Smash cut to us calling. By, I, by the way, it, this guy didn't have like a phone number listed. No. We had to like fax him a, a note. We had to like fax him a note that said, call me. Right. So, <laughs> one online said, start with Pelican parts in uh, San Diego or wherever. That's yeah. just all Porsche parts. Called them. They're like, we're back ordered with those cars. We don't have them. Called another place, you know, back ordered. Called another, like, well, we don't have them. So they're, they're out of circulation. Uh, called Carrie, the guy from JMZ. JRZ? JRZ, sorry, yeah. keep screwing that up. We're going to paddock with him. He's driving a Porsche. 
I'm like, what do you know about those cars? He's like, I have a set. They're, they've been run once. They're in a box. They're in Long Beach. They're 50s. I'm like, okay. Then Sean comes back, and he's like, I, I measured the intake. They're 50s. I'm like, all right. So then we dispatched uh, Megan. I did. I was like, run over there, get those carbs. And of course, the guy's like, well, I'm at the track. I got my guy back at the shop. He has a dental appointment. He's got a hard <laughs> out at 3.30. I'm like, it's 2.30 now. It's like, if we leave now, we'll get there, yeah. you know, 3.22. Like, tell him to wait. And I was like, is the guy coming this direction? And he's like, no, he's heading south. And I'm like, all right, well, tell him to wait, you know. It's yeah. like, tell Megan, like, take off. Go get a box of carbs. <laughs> so yeah. she goes, I'm worried that the guy's just going to leave, you know. And the guy I'm talking to is at the track, and he's kind of like, oh, the guy's got an appointment, so he's got to be out at 3.30. So she takes off, blah, 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 gets the box of 50 millimeter carbs, you know, with some uh, intake. The intake's nothing on those cars, and like, you know, like a foam filter that's decomposed and blah, blah, blah. He says, you know, we ran them on a 3.8. They're not jetted, blah, blah, blah. I was like, just go get them. Because our carbs. So, like, I'm telling Sean, Sean's working away on our carbs. And I'm like, go work on something else because we got carbs coming. We don't have a rebuild kit for these carbs anyway. Right. There's not much we can do. So, if carbs are on the way, now's your chance because Megan's going to be two hours an hour right. each way to go through whatever else you think is you know if the carbs were gummy well now let's backtrack to see if there's any other issues fuel then, system or yeah, whatever then Sean goes well I'm just going to work on these carbs <laughs> okay so he's working on the carbs that we're not going to use but fine so in case I don't know Megan shows up with the, you know, Stromberg or something. Yeah. And she c- comes back, and now it's like 4.30 in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and she's got the carbs. Now, Sean and Jose knock off at 3.30, so everyone's hanging out. I'm hanging out. She's got the right carbs. There's a little of that. Do they fit? Are they? Is this what they said it was? You know, is it going to hook up? Blah, blah, blah. Right. It does they're in good shape Sean sets them all up get the linkage set up blah 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 fire it up still not working then it's like what's going on it's not it's not getting fuel what's going on fuel pumps bad pull the pull the hoses off it's it's spinning air there's nothing coming out of the fuel line it's like it's a bad fuel pump then Sean gets on you know with Craig and Auto Parts and whatever it's a Holly Blue or whatever it is sure. trying to trying to run down the fuel pump. I'm running around to all the other cars trying to figure out what fuel pump the other cars are running. And five tenths running a Bosch, blah blah blah. Come upon the Oldsmobile Cutlass. Okay. Uh, the V6 the v, or the, the V8? I think it's a V8 car. V8 car. V8 car. I'm looking through the glass, you know, through the rear deck lid. I'm like, that looks like the same pump. Right. So, call Sean over. 
confirm, yeah, that's the same pump. Pull the hatch off, you know, Zeus fasteners, blah, blah, blah. You know, go take that pump off. Of course, the electrical fitting's not the same. Not the same, right. right. I was like, did you at least hit it with a battery to see if that pump works? I I was like, see if that pump works. Yeah. Yeah. Snip the wires, take the the electrical female end off, blah, blah, blah. Pull the thing off. Now we're just going to go bring it over to the Porsche and, like, hit it with the alligator clips just to temp wire it just to see if we can fire it up. Yeah, just see if we can get anything to move at this point other than air. Get some fluid going. Get this to fill up the goddamn tank (laughs) with as much gas. We don't have that much gas. we got, like, a five-gallon can and, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're funneling it in there and then... um, get the thing kind of, you know, temp hooked up to a, to the battery to see if it starts pumping. You know, we're not going to mount it or anything. Yet. Yeah. Uh, nothing. It's just air. Just more air coming by. Can't really tell. Is it the pump? Is the pump bad? Is it not primed? You know, get the fuel line off the tank. Put the f- small funnel in the fuel line. I'm holding the fuel line. With the, with the fitting on it, with the 90 fitting on it, and the funnel stuffed into it. Jose's dumping fuel into the funnel to try to prime the pump Right at this point because it's not coming off the tank. So we're trying to get the pump prime. Fuel's dumping all over my sleeves and arms. <laughs> he's dumping it. He's telling me to hold the... The fuel tank has the spring mount quick fill right. air gap system in it or whatever. I can't, I can't think of the name of that filler. Anyway, so, you know, for the quick fuel yeah. dump, she's telling me to like hold the spring down on the cap so it dumps through my hands yeah. and goes back into the tank, but I can't hold the thing down. And The spring is tight. The, it's tight. Yeah. And hold the stupid funnel in the thing, which is dumping, you know, hundred gas is 40 bucks a gallon it's dumping all <laughs> over my sleeves you know so we're doing that and Sean's in the back of the car so we got the we got the pump temp hooked up but it's like barely temped hooked up and Sean's in the back like yelling is it spitting is it coming out you know it's like a little air and a little fuel spitting out we're priming it but it's not really catching so like, is the pump good? Is the pump bad? Was the last pump even bad? Like, I don't know if the last pump was bad. Uh, this is kind of working when we prime it, but not that well. Still spitting a lot of air. And uh, we got nothing. So we're kind of at an impasse at this point. And now it gets into the evening uh, last night on a... Tuesday night. Now we're in the evening. It's getting dark. And I'm like, I gotta go. I got an appointment. I gotta head out. And I don't know. Like, we got the new carbs hooked up, but it's not the carbs anymore. Even though the carbs weren't good, it seems to be a fuel issue. Right. There was more than than just the carbs. Right. So is it a pump issue? Is there a filter that's clogged? Is the pickup clogged in the tank? Like, what's going on? And uh, but the pump was spinning, right? It was it wasn't getting fluid through it, wasn't getting fuel through it. But 
the pump was going on. So we know there's power to the pump and it's moving. It's, right, so but we don't know if on. it's diminished. Or Yeah, you're right. But it's all about... And we don't know how much fuel's in the tank. Right. We keep dumping it in a funnel, but we have five-gallon cans. It's a problem with the pickup. So... I, I talked to Sean at like 9 o'clock at night, 8.30 at night. He's still at the shop. <laughs> and he goes, uh, you know, we took the fuel... We took the fuel cell apart, and the foam is, is decomposed. There's That's foam it. all throughout the thing. So fuel cells have a can, a bladder, and then they fill them with foam so the fuel doesn't slosh around, and they carve the foam out for the pickup and the pumps and whatever else. Yeah. Right? So he goes, the foam's falling apart it's in there. So the foam is getting sucked up in the pickup. God knows it may be in the carbs, it may be in the filter, maybe in the pump, like, it's all fucked up. So, in the fuel cell is where it was getting jammed up, right? The foam basically just became into particles, and it was jamming up the the sock on the pump, and then anything going past that. Yeah, uh, the sock is in the tank. Yeah, and I don't know if that was screwed up at that point. There's three pumps in the tank with socks on them, yeah. fil- filter socks, which I don't even know about it at this point. But I'm like, so what are we going to do? It's like, we're going to pull the bladder out, we're going to pull the tank out, we're going to pull all the foam out, we're going to clean it all out, yeah. and we're going to put it all back without the foam, and we're going to clean out the pumps and the socks. And the, and the lines, right? So now lines. he had to take the fuel filters off, the lines off, he had to blow air and whatever through all the fuel lines and stuff as well just to make sure everything's flowing right and, complete. and uh, yeah and I don't know what's in the pump and I don't know what's in the filter in the fuel filter so I tell Sonny we're getting up early going to the shop gonna help and uh, so we get up we leave the house about 7.30 we get to the shop Sean and Jose are literally pulling gobs of decomposed foam out of the bladder. Yeah. Like, they're out in the parking lot. The bladder's out of the tank. It's a big rubber bladder, and they're just grabbing gobs of fuel cell. Uh, the foam is yellow, and it's breaking apart. It looked like they dug into a giant cake. It was right. just, like, in the parking lot, it just yeah. looked like so giant took, handfuls of cake. Yeah, it took funnel cake and just dug out handfuls of it. So I'm like, what's, what's going on with this thing? And... They like, Sean's like, take the bladder, turn it inside out, hose it off in the in the driveway, dry it out, and we'll put it back into the into the tank. I'm saying yeah. tank, but the aluminum. It's, it's square a it's a it's in. a cell of some sort, it's a, it's right? It's, it's a fabricated, aluminum. you know, yeah. Sheet, it's an aluminum, aluminum box. And by the way, now I'm looking at all the baffles and pickups and pumps that are actually in the tank. Yeah. Like I, I just thought it was a aquarium that held fuel. You know, there's a bunch of pickups. Right. Yeah. Now you know why it's five grand. Right. <laughs> and of course, there's three pumps in there, and the filters, which look like a little baby sock, which attached yeah. to the bottom of, them, are all corroded and jacked up, and it's a mess. You know. So. 
I got the bladder all cleaned off, and then Sean's like, we need three filters for this, for these pumps. They're, uh, common pumps. I, I can't think of the name of them. It's a basic fuel pump. Walbro, Bosch, something yeah, like yeah. that. It's a, it wasn't Bosch or Walbro, but it was just a, it's a common pump. They're little. They're the size of, kind of like the size of a, kind of a half a kielbasa. They're like the kind of round yeah. and small. Yeah, and they sit pretty, in these, pretty standard. They sit in these baffles down there. And uh, so I'm like, Sean was like, I was on the phone with the Napa chick. She doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they probably got him over there. Just go over there and take the pump. I'm like, all right, I'll head over there. And she's, he's like, take the pump with you so she can see the part number or whatever. Quick break to tell you about Geico. Do you own, do you rent your home? Well, sure you do. One or the other, right? And then there's your automotive policy. How about you go to Geico and you get your bundle working at Geico? Geico makes it easy. To bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your automotive policy, it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around the house. So go to geico.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save. Visit geico.com today. Hey, guys, you can't make it up to Monterey and you're in the Pacific Northwest. Check out the Good Guys Rod and Custom Association. It's coming to Spokane, Washington. It's the 19th CPP Great Northwest Nationals. Spokane County Fair and Expo Center, August 13th through the 15th. It's a huge show. They have over 1,500 classic cars and trucks on display with an indoor exhibit, burnout competition, and vintage dragster exhibition. Bring the whole family. There's live entertainment. There's a free kids zone. There's a pinstripers brush bash. There's a model car display and the pedal car display. You know, in all children, six and under will get in for free. Just go to goodguys.com to buy tickets, good-guys.com. Use promo code CARCAST for $5 off. It's goodguys.com, promo code CARCAST. So I take off to the Napa and Burbank. I got the pump with me. Pull up to the counter. The chick's surly, surly Latin chick, like middle-aged surly Latin chick. I'm showing her the pump. She's like, we may have one of those. And I'm like, I need three of them. Uh, I don't know. We go to the shelf. Shelf has one that fits the, the opening, but you're getting it. the pump or the sock. I'm just getting the sock. Just want the sock. The, the pumps work. The filters, right. you know, whatever. Yeah, and I don't know if she was going to make you buy the pump to get the sock. Or no. Not. Okay. And I'm like, Sean, we'll run it without the sock. And he's like, anything that gets in there, I'm like, I don't. We'll run a. We'll run one of those uh, funnels with the filter on it. You know, the screen on it. Anyway. I go back there. Of course, there's just one sitting on a huge shelf in the back of the Napa. And I'm like, ugh. Then she's, she's pulling other ones out of the box because she's like, as long as the mouth, as long as the female side will snap onto the bo- yeah. bottom of the pump, who cares what the rest of it looks like? Right. The sock, at this point, is not going to make much of a difference, like length or shape. Yeah. It's like it's like saying, you're going to wear a tube sock, you're going to wear a short tennis sock. Right. Wear, it's like, it's just right. a sock. As long as we can get it on your foot, That's it'll it. work. And we right. could clamp it on, too, like if they're different types yeah, of Yeah, yeah. Kind of. I mean, the ones that are smaller are going to be tough. Yeah. But bigger ones maybe but it's 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 kind of like just a friction fit you kind of press it on there it's got a couple of barbs on it it doesn't yeah. screw on or clamp on I mean, or anything the pump is always sucking so why right. why you know that's what would keep it so she's like 
combing through every box and cussing, you know. <laughs> and eventually produces three that are all different shapes and sizes, but the mouth is the same. Okay. That'll snap onto the pump I have. So I'm like, give me your three. Gives me the three. Hustle back. Pop them on the pump, which drops into the baffles, which drop into the fuel cell. Yeah. Again, no foam at this point. We've abandoned the foam. I've blown out the bladder. I've washed it out. We've dried it out. And now we're going to just reassemble the entire thing. Right. Did you get a fuel filter while you were there? <laughs> I think, uh, I think he might have had one. We had, had a fuel okay. filter. So Sean replaced the fuel filter, allegedly blew out the lines. Yes. I'm not saying that in an accusatory way, but I wasn't there when he blew out the but, lines. Uh, when I, I showed up this morning to do another podcast, and he, he was saying he just done all the lines. So the time, you know, what we're up against is the track registration closes at 6. Who knows what it really is because we're still driving there, but you need to get there probably by 5 o'clock. It's a five-hour drive, and we're on the clock, and now it's like 10.30 in the morning, and the <laughs> car's completely taken apart. Like it, The whole fuel system is... There's a million... For those of you who think you just kind of put the fuel cell in and then hook up the hose clamp. It's not that. It's very elaborate. <clears throat> the whole thing is in pieces. Anyway, long story. <laughs> shorter. Get everything cleaned out. Get everything blown out. You know, Sean's blowing out all the baffles, blowing out all the fuel. I mean, it's, it's all covered with this cake as Matt described it of this decomposing foam so it's just like the foam's everywhere yeah. on everything it's a carb cleaner, compressed air blow it all out get the whole thing put back together and uh, now it's time to fire it up that's it, so everything, the entire fuel system from the fuel filler all the way to the carbs as you mentioned, had to be basically inspected, cleaned, blown out, everything. Every every fitting, every line, filter, everything. Just completely redone. With, surprisingly, was able to scrap together and find some parts and stuff to make it work. I mean, found the carbs locally, found yeah. filter socks that arguably work and... and and that's it. So now it's back together, and we got to see if this thing's going to run. <clears throat> so Sean's going to fire it up, and he fires it. It, it runs. It, it tacks up. It idles. You know, it does what you want it to do. But the issue is because when we got the car, right, yeah, the, the foam was probably working its way into pieces, but it would fire up. It, so firing it up is the one thing, but now it's like, what happens? Because it's sipping on fuel when it's idling and, and you know, uh, even tacking it up in neutral. Like, what's it going to be under a load, high RPM? Is it going to work now? Right. So, you know, I tell Sean, you drive the car, I'll be the uh, wing pilot. I'll, I'll follow you in my car with the hazards on because... A lot of people think it's a puss move, you know, for me to not drive the car. But 
I'm sort of like, I, I really want Sean's input. I want to know what he thinks, and how, how, what, where it pulls, where it doesn't pull, if it's bogging or lagging. Or yeah, is it popping? Is shipping? it backfiring? And is also, it losing I don't power? Get arrested if, if we get pulled over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, know. Sean can get arrested. That's fine. Yeah. I'll just be behind him in the tow car. That's you know? right. If you get arrested, we can't go to Monterey. Right. I mean, Chris and I and Sonny He's could, expendable. But... <laughs> okay, you're right. So I go, all right, well, let's fire it up and take it down the street. Now, look, it's a it's a busy area. There's traffic and there's yeah, whatever. It is loud. It's loud. That car's loud, man. <laughs> so uh, he fires it up and, you know, backs it down the driveway. And it's hard to get down the driveway without scraping and blah, blah. You know, we're, I'm, I'm in the street with the hazards on, like trying to block traffic and right. whatever. I just tell him, get up on the pipe and, 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 by the way, get it into fourth gear. I want to make sure the tranny drops and, it and And see if it'll, if you got enough road, you know, see if it's going straight. You know, let go of the steering wheel for a second. You know, just kind of hover above it, see if this thing's going straight. Yeah. That's kind and of a luxury at this point. And is the steering wheel straight? Like, is, is the car going? Yeah, or is it tracking? I mean, listen, you're right. It's a luxury. If it's not, then you're going to be fighting it the whole way. But at least you're going to know you're going to have to be fighting it. So, so uh, Sean pulls back. Sean fires the car. Sean goes down the street. It looks great, by the way. That's it sounded a- good. Uh, it, uh, it looked fantastic. Um, you know, I stood out on the street and heard it go down the street and it, it, it sounded solid. It wasn't really any, you know, it wasn't any popping, wasn't any bog. You know, yeah, Sean any, said yeah. it pulled hard and, you know, it's always a little whatever under 3,000 RPM, but over 3,000 it catches. So you just have to kind of stay up on the pipe on mm-hmm. it, hopefully. And uh, he drove it around. I followed him all the way down to Disney yeah. Did a U-turn and blah blah blah. And the car seemed to pull. Exit 166. So, as of now, the carbs are settled. The, the fuel system was a deal breaker. I mean, it would have been impossible to sort anything out with that fuel system. We'll, we'll run it without the foam. The, the the fuel slosh around a little. I think we'll just keep it filled. Yeah. Quite frankly, if we had to do all of this at the track, it would have been embarrassing. Oh my god! <laughs> Everyone like scoop it out the the, the foam oh. and throwing it into the paddock area. People were like, "What are you it's doing?" It's still going to be embarrassing. <laughs> Something's going to happen. I mean, good thing we didn't just put this all on a podcast, but sure. <laughs> right, but yeah, we got the stupid foam all dug out, and uh, so theoretically, at this point, the carbs are good the fuel is good it's we're not all dialed in maybe we'll dial in the suspension a little bit when we're there sean said it tracked a little to the left but it's hard to tell because the streets are curved where do we go max stay straight stay straight stay straight so you know all in all it it, i I mean i guess it I, i don't know if it could have been worse but the but all in all Last night when I spoke to Sean, he said the fuel system's completely screwed and the foam's decomposed and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Able to clean it out, salvage it, get it loaded up. Uh, that That's a victory. Actually, I I, I think so, too. We're going to go... You're going to do the five north and a half, or a mile and a half. Oh, okay. So we don't have to do your turn. 
I, being able to figure this all out here, home, at the shop, although a little nerve-wracking, is kind of a little better than at the track. At the track, it just would have meant it's unfixable, load up the car, let's go have a drink, but you're not racing now. Right. Right? Like, right. this would have happened tomorrow morning on the practice Thursday morning. So, right. there, you know, there'd be no race, you know, no practice Friday and Saturday, our day at the track would be Flight. us walking around you gotta shake everybody else's out on city street. Yeah, you gotta say him out and you know, we gotta blow past Disney. <laughs> <laughs> and uh the car's so loud. It was so loud. It's funny because uh, uh Sonny was out there with us and Sonny's like, why is he following him with the flashers on? I go, that's kind of an indicator for everybody else to say right. We're testing, don't call the cops. Right. Right? Like, yeah. if a cop saw you, they're not going to give a shit that you're following with the flashers. This is just a, hey, everybody else, we're just going to be a second. Right. That's it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and it looks good. Like, the, I, the, the, there's just enough pink on that car to kind of work. Yeah. Or something. I, I don't know. It's, it's a little funky 70s, but it's got a... It's got, and when you're driving behind that car, it's got like such a rear end on it. It's like a Kardashian. <laughs> Kardashian. That's why you get paid so much. That's right. Um, so, well, you know, that's, that's, who that's knows, chapter one. Who knows if any other gremlins pop up. But right. you're going to get a few laps in the car and it's going to look awesome. And uh, hopefully Nate will film at least that much. Well, we know the entire fuel system has been just douched out. Yeah. Like, I mean, I literally, five hours ago, I had that bladder turned inside out, was hosing it off <laughs> in my driveway. Like, that's how douched that system is. And we know the carbs are in good shape. So, you know, we'll try to figure out what's, what's left. But uh, and I think the suspension is fairly... Now, do we know if the carbs ended up being jetted well enough? Did was there any other work on that? No, the the carbs were just as is. We just bolted them, and on. it seemed to work. Yeah, it seemed to work. I mean, a, a fifty millimeter is kind of a lot of carb for a three liter, but. Um, you know, because it was originally on a 3.8, and I don't know anything about carb jetting, and I'm <clears throat> I'm sure it's a little too much carb for the car, so it's going to, when you put the bigger carbs on, like you put the 50 millimeters on a 2 liter Datsun L motor or something, you may get more top end, but it has a little trouble picking up the throttle on the lower end, you know, so I expect some coming out of the corners trying to get back on the gas kind of right a little, yeah might maybe a little gurgling maybe. in there yeah. but you know so be it let's try to keep it let's try to keep those rpms higher than five grand i think that's the, the moral of the story yeah quick break to tell you about our friends at mac weldon kick summer off in style with the brand new mac weldon Man, this stuff is great. They've uh, reinvented men's basics. So much more than just underwear. Full collection includes t-shirts, polos, button-ups, shorts, pants, swimming, 
trunks, and more. Light and breathable fabric. The uh, technology keeps you cool and comfortable all summer, whether you're at work or working out, happy hour, or playing with the kids. Um, this- I, I stocked up on my Mack Weldon shirts. I got the new ones for Monterey. Oh, yeah, great. They make a great Bunch undershirt. Of, oh, they're fantastic. The polos, I like them. They're good. They make uh, tech chino shorts and uh, radius shorts as well. Vesper polo, just great around the pool or around the office, wherever you want. Weldon Blue, totally free loyalty program. Level 1 gets you free shipping for life. Level 2 means 20% off every order for the next year. It's Mac Weldon, right, Matt? You know, stay cool this summer and look great while doing it with the all-new collection of men's essentials from Mac Weldon. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order. Just visit MacWeldon.com slash CarCast and enter promo code CarCast on checkout. That's MacWeldon.com slash CarCast. The promo code is CarCast in your shopping cart for 20% off. It's Mac Weldon, reinventing men's classics. Um, all right. Well, I think, I mean, we that's it. We got, a, right? we got a shot at it. But, you know, aside from that, we've got... Uh, some fun things lined up for um, for Monterey Car Week. Um, seeing some some new cars from Bugatti, from Lamborghini. Oh, and, the new Countach. Uh, the new Countach. Hopefully, we're gonna check out the Rimac. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys we're, just we're stay be, tuned because there's gonna be a lot of good stuff coming up. Our uh, our going racing show on Pluto, I believe, uh, drops on Saturday. This Saturday. Uh, right. And then uh, I think there's about 10 episodes, 10 episodes think, going yeah. up. And then we're filming more episodes. And I believe season two is already slated for November. So yeah, and there's check a it lot out. of just, if you're, if you're purist, you will, you will love that show. All right. So until next time, Santa Crow for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air and the spare and the bag and the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. playing the biggest movies every night this summer for free watch hit movies like the matrix gi joe retaliation teenage mutant ninja turtles scary movie runaway bride and more all summer long check out the biggest stars like the rock keanu reeves tom cruise julia roberts arnold schwarzenegger and more plus pluto tv has hundreds of free tv channels in english and spanish featuring tv shows news sports comedy and more all for free Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device, including Android and Apple smartphones. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.